And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, doing great. It's, um, man, it's getting close. You know what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> well, it's the most wonderful time of the of year. The year. <laughs> man, pipe smoking Steve has been revving up his flying country squire. He's been packing up his bags to fill That's up the right. socks all across the Atlantic and beyond. Man, we have got <laughs> an international pipe smoking day special to end all international pipe smoking day specials. That's what you would expect here as we are in the tail end in this home stretch of Country Squire Radio. Full disclosure, man, we got to let him know. So originally, you know, we, we had kind of recorded these various episodes and everything. And so, you know, we've, we're, we're kind of releasing this right smack dab in what is kind of this unintentional trilogy of episodes, but it's appropriate, man, because that's what happens. Steve shows up at your door. He brings the pipes. He brings the pipe tobacco. He brings the hamster cage stuff. And he is there regardless of what you are doing because it is International Pipe Smoking Day. John David, how are you doing, man? Happy International Pipe Smoking Day to you. Man, happy IPSD to you too, man. Yeah, we are, um, it, yeah, flying, uh, tobacco's flying off the shelves. We've got some, uh, of course, promotions and stuff going. But um, yeah, it's a good day to be a pipe smoker. You know, it really is. Uh, enjoyed uh, a pipe today earlier that I haven't smoked in a long time. And it was uh, it was special to revisit like an old friend, you know, and um, yeah, it's a good day, man. We got a I got a party going uh, at the shop tonight, and that'll be fun. So yeah, man. Okay, let's talk about the parties that are happening at the shop. You and I were just having a little uh, pre-recording discussion. Obviously, this is the first time I think you and I have really been together since uh, since we made the announcement in LA. Yeah. About you know, of course, uh, episode five hundred, the live oh, that's event right. that's happening yeah. at the Country Squire. Man, some of the things we can't even get into it. We can't even reveal <laughs> some of the big it's announcements. A surprise. Suffice yep. to say, this thing has grown quick and is continuing to grow. <laughs> so if you haven't got your tickets, you absolutely need to. This is, uh, this is, we're, we're at, <laughs> we had an idea. There was an idea, John David, and it has exploded. There, and so now we there are. There was, and now it's a, a Fidea. It, it's a, <laughs> it's a. <laughs> It, it, it's, it's a bigger idea. <laughs> it's, it's, it's growing into something insanely special. It was always going to be something special, but it's growing into yeah. something even more so. So we want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, head over to thecountrysquireonline.com to get your tickets for episode 500 today. And man, major shout out because John David, the showman himself. Yeah, I know y'all think I'm the showman. No, no, no. When it comes to live events, <laughs> nobody ain't no party like a John David party. And I'm not talking about the parties that we talked about last week before the integrity. This is, this is John David Cole with <laughs> integrity this is tobacconist john david cole throwing the party of the century and y'all be sure to shake his hand tip your hat to him and make sure that you load up your pockets with some great country squire uh, tobacco while you're coming to town to enjoy this amazing event it's going to be super special no that's great we, Bo, thank you for all that we, we are going to have a lot of fun and uh yeah just I, I really you know we would be honored for you to come join us here in jackson and uh man we're going to show you a great time it's going to be a lot of fun there are going to be a lot of um pipe smoking a-listers that are here and um and so you'll get to interact with some of those people and uh just really honored by by the um enthusiasm that folks have shared so um yeah see you then march 4th man episode 500 recorded live and in person man the pipe smoking royalty that is coming to this we're we are so humbled you have like it's it's (laughs) 
All right, y'all, y'all, y'all aren't ready. You just, you're not, you're not ready. It's gonna be fun. We're, we're not ready. It's gonna be. We're not. No, we're, we're, we're actually, actually not. (laughs) No, we're definitely not. Uh, Okay, man. So we're doing something very special for this uh, International Pipe Smoking Day. Um, You know, Pipe Smoking Steve. This year, we, you know, we, we've been as best as we could be, but it could make. There's an argument could be made that when Pipe Smoking Steve heard that this show was coming to a close. Perhaps as opposed to the like, uh, you know, McClellan and aged tobacco esoterica with the crystals on it, like all of the things that good little pipe smokers dream for. Right. Uh, Right. It could be said that rather than bringing that, he was really digging deep into the hamster cage and going to deliver that to yours and my porches this year. However, you know, we wrote to Pipe Smoking Steve and we asked him, hey, this year, listen, we know that you probably have different emotions on that. We also know that you're a raptor and we don't know what raptors feel, but <laughs> we would be really honored if this year, just this year, you brought us, instead of Pipe Tobacco, a mailbag from all of our listeners who are uh, who got the word that the show is coming to a close so that we could read some of those uh, messages here on air for this International Pipe Smoking Day, we will be diving into some of the feedback. And man, we have gotten a lot of feedback over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to go through this feedback and to like digest this and just, you know, hear hear folks' words that they've sent in. But like I'm also excited about the vision in my mind of the the people that have just found our podcast that are like catching up with stuff and but then hopefully going back to those earlier episodes and picking up and they're they're hearing us talking about a a character called Pipe Smoking Steve, who is a velociraptor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he drives and so, around in a flying magical country squire. Yeah, no, a, a Ford country squire wagon, and and smokes a church warden pipe. No, that's right, and and passes out, puts uh things in uh people's tube socks on their uh, yeah. on their front porch. And I, yeah. it, look, it's just it, just go back and listen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they don't know about pipe smoking Steve. Y'all need to know about pipe smoking Steve. Anyway, I know, right? It's like, well, he's not gonna, he's not gonna do anything for you if you don't believe in him. You know, it's That's like the right. tooth fairy doesn't leave you a coin under your pillow if you don't believe in her. So That's exactly right. See, see, see. John David gets it. Y'all get. It. We all get it. Man, let's talk about some of these letters, man. Because suffice to say, the announcement obviously was an emotional one for us. Yeah, and seeing yeah. some of the the messages that have come in, it certainly has been for y'all. We do want to try to read a few as part of our, our grand finale, but there's so much in that we thought this is probably the best way to handle it is to kind of, you know, do as much as we can on air. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, man, you, yeah. you ready to dive in? Yeah, no, this is great. You want to read the first one or you want me to? I'll, I'll take the first one. Uh, this yeah. is coming from Dylan Sh- J. Schlindler. Schlind- <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. You've been with us forever. Dylan Schlinder. J. Slender. He says, Dear Bo and John David, uh, Country Squire Radio has been a big part of my life for the past six years. A traumatic life event coincided with finding the pipe, so if not for the show, I'm not sure that I would have kept up the hobby. Uh, when I smoke, I think of you guys and enjoy the pleasures that the pipe smoking brings. It is a wholly positive practice in my life. For the longest time, I was only a subscriber to your show. I had downloaded a podcast app and it was just CSR. I listened to the back catalog, became a patron member for a while, sent in questions, comments, and every step of the way you guys were just fantastic. Thanks to CSR, I listen to a lot of podcasts now and even host one myself called Reels of Justice. Wow. Uh, the show, yeah, the show meant and means more to me than I can probably say in an email. So just so you know, it has impacted my life for the better. Thank you so much for the amazing content over these years. And I wish you both nothing but love and success for your future. Take care. And again, that is Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much for this, man. 
Yeah, really kind, man. Really, really kind. You've been with us a long time, and we're, we're very grateful. <laughs> Whew, I tell you what, man. It, I actually, as I'm just starting to read this, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to end up getting choked up on some of these. already. Yep. Know. <laughs> Joe, uh, this next one's from Joe. What did Joe have to say? Man, Joe Marty, a uh, longtime friend. There are such conflicting feelings with this announcement. As a father of young kids trying to ju- juggle social, family, professional, religious, and personal time and duties, I completely understand why this uh, will and perhaps must change. I've been a consumer, an avid, avid, enthusiastic, appreciative consumer of this podcast and Country Squire tobaccos. I'm not overstating it. This will go down as a loss for me and us. Uh, JD, I've spoken to you a small number of times on the phone or email, and you've been every bit the great man you come across as on the podcast. Thank, thank you, Joe. That's really, really kind, man. I always enjoy speaking with you over the phone. Um, Bo, I haven't spoken to you personally, but I wish I had. And even if I'll never understand the appeal, even if I'll never understand the appeal of fishing, (laughs) (laughs) this isn't really a bi-directional relationship relationship, but it really is a relationship with the podcast that will be missed. There are many great podcasters talking about pipes, but none really speak to my condition like yours always has. From the hilarious and occasionally torturous segues into Missouri Meerschaum <laughs> live reads to Steve, uh, the pipe-smoking raptor, the humble but forthright sharing of your faith, um, to just old gosh darned uh, earnest goodness that you both exude, uh, it's going to be a loss. Finally, I wouldn't even know the one business in Jackson, Mississippi I do know if it wasn't for the podcast. And think of all the Green Dragon I wouldn't have smoked if that weren't the case. I wish you nothing but the very, very best. May God bless you in your journey. And I sincerely hope we can meet face-to-face in this world. And that's from Joe. Joe, thank you, man. You're you're a dear friend and, a, and have been a big supporter for a long time. And uh, we're, we're very grateful. Absolutely. Joe, thank you so much. Man, this next one's in from Brian McNevin. I think that's how I always pronounce his name. It is. Yeah, you, you do that every time. <laughs> I want I want to make sure I'm consistent. If I'm going to be wrong, I want to be consistently, like, consistently Yeah, you, you're, 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 you're definitely consistent. This is, dudes, uh, you made me sad. I heard Bo say it, and I didn't understand it. I had to rewind to listen again. You guys have done very well by us, uh, and life changes. I was 37 when we had our first child. I'm 52 now. And I swear one job is more than enough for uh, me with teens in the house. Thank you both for the podcast companionship and company. Every episode was like getting a visit from old friends. I know that is your dynamic, uh, but your gift was sharing that with all of us. Now as to my membership, how am I ever going to qualify for that plaque at the pipe shop now? I will relish the last 10 episodes, fellas. And again, that is from Brian McNevin. Brian, man, thank you so much for being with us, for rocking with us and for supporting us. And uh, as to your question, stay tuned. Yep, stay tuned. Yeah, they'll be, uh, <laughs> uh, to, to, suffice to say, they'll, they'll, it'll, it'll be a topic of discussion in, uh, in, in episode 500. <laughs> Fair question, stay tuned. All right, so this next one comes from a very long time and dear listener, Mark VV, who he, he wrote, uh, and, and for a lot of these, I should have probably mentioned at the top that I've tried to kind of edit them down to make sure we can do as many as possible in the episode. And Mark even kind of gave us an edited version of his email, but it's Mark, so we're not going to do that. We're going to read Mark's <laughs> what, what What did Mark have to say? And this comes from Mark, um, of course, longtime friend of the show and uh, someone who is certainly Country Squire Radio uh, royalty. <laughs> and he says, uh, quote, I'm conflicted. I'm sure you'll hear this a lot. 
But it's true. Ever since a select few of us were told in a Zoom call prior to the public announcement, I've been in a mental state of melancholy and joy in regards to the show ending. My initial reaction was probably underwhelming, uh, mostly because I've been expecting the news for a while. He's like, man, y'all have got to get this done. <laughs> and while I'm strangely at peace with it, and, and I'm strangely at peace with it, how can one honestly do the same thing week after week and not eventually run out of the tangible rope, so to speak? As you say, better finish strong than with a whimper. You're doing just that, and I can't blame you in the least. On one hand, I'm saddened. CSR has been a part of my life for the better part of 500 weeks. That's just crazy. I don't remember when I first heard the show, but it was probably early 2015, if not late 2014. And the thought of not having something to listen to on a weekly basis that doesn't involve you two is a sobering thought. Man, I'll get by, of course, um, as you're both wonderful friends, and I get to continue that friendship into the future. But CSR was like a weekly... Hey, hi, and hello for me. <laughs> it felt like I was catching up, like I hadn't missed a beat in my own incredible hectic life. And that was incredibly an impressive feat to pull off in podcasting. As you put it, lighting, lightning in a bottle. On the other hand, I'm incredibly proud and happy for the both of you and offer my sincerest congr congratulations. You're leaving a legacy unmatched, I think. Suffice it to say, Brian Levine is still chomping at the bit, but he's the OG, the godfather. His legacy is his own, and so is yours. It's not fair to compare, but this is your moment. In all in all its selfish glory, <laughs> you deserve to rest on your laurels. Work on other projects. Be with your families more presently. It's all good. The pipe community at large is in good hands, and I would argue that overall the pipe community is far larger and stronger than when you first started CSR as a direct result of your efforts specifically. Man, Mark, that's kind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the amazing content week after week. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for the friendships you've helped create amongst the community. And thank you for fostering our collective love and passion for the pipe and tobacco hobby. I honestly and personally wouldn't have stuck with it if it weren't for you guys. And I'm sure so many could say the same. The community that you've built, not just CSR and the Squire and blasphemous pilgrims, <laughs> but the wider one, uh, maybe it wasn't ultimately started by you, but is definitely and obviously flourished because of you. And that's something to be so, so proud of. We are Groot. <laughs> Mark VV. <laughs> awesome. And then he says, P.S. Is Honey Barbecue Poodle on the menu for March 4th? <laughs> I, you know, I think in Mississippi that probably is legal. but It probably uh, we, is. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of a toss up because I think uh, dogs are kind of valued more than humans in Mississippi, but at the same time, it is a poodle. So is right. it a dog? You it, know, it, it's kind of it's a toss up. That, that ain't a real dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> man, Mark, thank you so much, man. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, I think you know he he touches on something here that a lot of people wrote in about, and it's just the 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 consistency of of having a conversation with folks for over the last you know five hundred weeks is. I mean, that's that's not a you know, you look at it from the, from the standpoint of kind of the, the feat of making a show and it's yeah. like, that's a, you know, like this is something to be celebrated. We made, you know, 500, you know, articles of content, so to speak. And it's like, well, no, what we did is we actually, you know, invited people into kind of this unique relationship and have existed in their lives for the last past 10 years. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah, it's not, yeah, a, that's right. it's, you know, the, the weight of that is, um, very felt in a lot of these emails and, and very much, uh, yeah. you know, I think, Anyway, I guess I'll save some of my thoughts for uh, for <laughs> for the end. Let's let's get another one in here. Uh, this one comes in from Grant Newcomer. He says, "Hello, Bo and JD. Finally writing this email uh, as a bit of listener feedback, as I've been a devoted listener for years, but have never left an iTunes review due to never actually owning an Apple product. That is nothing to be ashamed of." 
Bo is very proud of you. I watched Bo's live stream a day uh, after uh, he'd gone live and was dumb slash naive enough to hope that the title, quote, so about that announcement might indicate that you guys had changed your minds and we're going to commit to another 500 episodes. But understandably, <laughs> that was not meant to be. I've been listening to the show every week for the past seven years and have gone through a lot of the same changes as both of you. I've, been, I've become a father three times over and at the age of 30 years, I'm prepared to take over the family business. Being a father in your 20s is becoming such a rarity these days, and I often found myself relating more to you two via weekly one-sided conversation than I did my own friend group, and the father-to-father episodes were particularly cathartic for me. With life getting in the way, it's more and more difficult to find time to sit and enjoy a pipe these days, but in spite of that, the weekly installments of CSR have helped keep the love of the hobby going for me over the years. I'll keep this brief, as I'm sure there's going to be an influx of love letters over the coming weeks, but I just wanted to say thank you for providing hundreds of hours of entertainment, informative content, and uplifting influence on my life and the lives of thousands of of other people who you will probably never meet. I'm going to grieve the loss of the show with countless others, but wanted to extend my heartfelt gratitude before the end. As a fellow Tolkien nerd sitting in my Lord of the Rings-themed office, I can't help but drop a quote... (laughs) I will not say do not weep, for not all tears are evil. Thank you for everything, and Godspeed, <laughs> Grant Newcomer. Grant, thank oh, you so much. Oh, that was beautiful. Bro. Grant, thank you, man. Oh, that makes me so happy. I, you know, it, his words about um, having so many listeners out there that we'll never meet, you know, I, that, um, I don't know, that that hurts, you know, that hurts, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of people out there that, that have hung with us and... Um, uh, you know, and been been a big part of our success. And um, man, I hope I get to meet you one day if you're out there yeah. and I haven't yet. So I hope I get to. <laughs> well, that's, that's a beautiful thought, man. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, it's it's kind of a little bit of an emotional stumble because there's there's yeah there's a lot. It's 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 also you know you start reading through some of these emails and it's like oh man, like I I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you, but I'm not particularly <laughs> yeah, good do. at like taking praise. You know what I mean? Or like like <laughs> receiving. Same. Yeah, <laughs> like like the, like all this kind of uh, all this kind of love and, and 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 positive feedback, you know, a little bit on a weekly basis is. Great. Where's the bad uh, feedback? Right at the end. Right at the end, someone send us some bad feedback. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what, we won't read the email because there's, it's a lot. But one of our listeners, Brian Wilson, did send in quite a uh, a large email, kind of detailing out a lot of kind of ideas of how we could potentially keep the show going. And I just want to say, man, I appreciate the passion that uh, and kind of the mindset behind where a lot of those ideas come from. And there was actually one of them. I was like, you know what? We're not doing that, but stay tuned. Cause, because there's, there's something that you mentioned that, that might be announced. Not, not, not that exactly, but, but, just, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. <laughs> See, I don't even so, know what Bo's talking about. So that that's I that's exciting. <laughs> exactly. There's going to be so many surprises in episode five hundred. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But anyway, all right, man. But yeah, diving back into it, we got one from John. Now, this is uh, this is I guess John Anonymous, or I didn't get John's last name in the uh, uh, for this particular one. But I yeah. am so grateful to John. Because like many of our listeners, he's been going back through the archives and you know, we always have throughout the history of the show, all these different lore and references, inside jokes, things that we don't even know where they came from. And man, John was doing the work for us. What did John have to say? 
Man, this is awesome. Uh, gentlemen, I've been catching up on old episodes, and I came across one this morning that appears to explain the origin of the term pipe pilgrimage. It's the episode entitled Breaking Briar. Uh, what a great episode name, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. an episode entitled Breaking Briar, which looks to be about the 63rd episode or so. Do- John David mentions Micah and his wife Stephanie from Phoenix. Micah describes his journey as a pipe pilgrimage. He and you guys talk about what a great phrase, what a great phrase phrase that is. I figure we're all feeling a little nostalgic and that this was a good thing to record for posterity. Looking forward to seeing y'all on here in a few weeks in Jackson. And that's from John. So man, looking forward to seeing you, John. That's great. So I guess that was the that was the genesis of Pipe Pilgrimage, right? Was uh was on Breaking Briar and that's uh on that sixty third episode. That's great. Man, how awesome is that? Like I love like that's the thing. You think about <laughs> You know, the, there's been kind of a question about what happens to those first hundred episodes. We, you know, we've we've kept those as kind of an exclusive for our patrons, and yeah, club yeah, members. Yeah. And so, really, our patrons and our club members have access to really the origin story for a lot of this stuff. And I just yeah. I want to thank John so much for finding this. And we will do a good job of thanking uh, Micah and Stephanie in, in Jackson for coming up with the term pipe pilgrimage that, you know, clearly they said, and we just ran with it. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's right. Did. Everybody <laughs> ran with it. It was, it's awesome. So thank you so much for that. John. That's, that's been that's really been special. Up. Yeah. All right, man. This next one comes in from Jacob Ramsey, who says, dear Bo and John David, I want to thank you for your episode on becoming fa- a father. I listened to the episode about two months before my beautiful little girl was born was struggling because I knew my wife and I's relationship was coming to a close in the sense that we were going to have to share our time with someone else. Mm. We hadn't been married for a year yet. Uh, anyway, the father to father series eased my mind. So thank you. I wish I could make my second pilgrimage to see, uh, the last episode live, uh, have fun. Y'all will be missed. Jacob Ramsey. So Jacob, thank you so much for that. Yeah, Jacob, thank you, man. You trust me, your um your 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 marriage uh is 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 gonna change uh because of the the little baby with you, but it is gonna be so great and uh so much richer. So uh hang with it. <laughs> and I and I can also say from the I'm in the I'm in like the eye of the storm right now, right? Because I no longer yeah. have babies, but I don't have teenagers yet. So like yeah. we're in that sweet spot. If you navigate, if you do the work on those baby years, right. You can really enjoy that sweet spot very, very well. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good. You know, I'm glad to hear on. that because I'm not in the eye of the hurricane. I'm in the no, hurricane. No, you, you got to wait. You're in the hurricane, but I'm telling you, man, like it, the eye of the hurricane's good. I don't know what it's like when I get back into it with the teenage years. I'm not exactly looking forward to it, but I know, like, like for right now, it's the sweet spot. So just oh, hang man. in there, brother. Oh, uh, man, this next one comes in from Rez. Now this was quite a long one, and so I did my best to cut it back a bit. I tell you what, why don't we, why don't you take the first part and then you can kick it to me. We'll, 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 yeah. we'll tag team this one. Dear John, David and Bo, I want to express my sincere appreciation for you both producing the Country Squire Radio podcast these past 10 years. Uh, in 2020, in an attempt to avoid catching COVID, and y'all, y'all listen, I know the res and this story is amazing. In an attempt to avoid catching COVID, I pitched a tent on some rural land, which I own, and I lived in that tent for a year and four months. To stave off boredom, I began listening to podcasts at night, and by providence, I stumbled onto your podcast. Now, just real Let's quickly, pause for we need to pause. Just for a real minute. quickly, this yeah, this man slept in a tent for a year and four months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's here's my thing. Some of y'all, some of y'all, like you role play or you you you, you larp. 
with your with your doomsday scenarios and you got all your bins and your everything else. This man lived it. He was like, <laughs> oh no, I'm actually gonna do it. It's like, oh, we're gonna watch Man versus Wild or whatever it may be, and we're gonna, you know, stack up on our canned beans and yada yada yada. But like this man actually put it into practice. He did it, man. <laughs> he he did it. Did he it. did it with style and he came out, man, just <laughs> shining. I know Rez, I, I, whenever I hear that, I forget that Rez did that and it just blows my mind. But um, anyway, Rez, dear friend of the shop, I get to see him and his son Caleb regularly, and it, just great friends. But um, anyway, it's amazing. He goes on to say, my first impression were, these guys are nuts, Accurate. <laughs> but which is true. I kept listening because I enjoyed relearning the old pipe lore, which I'd forgotten. It was refreshing to learn that pipe smoking hadn't changed much in 40 years of my absence. The best way to pack and light a pipe how to avoid tongue bite, how to clean a pipe, how to sell her tobacco had not changed. They were all still being taught exactly the way when I first smoked my pipe years ago. The thing that impressed me the most was that even though the podcast was not a religious podcast, y'all were not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and of talking about your faith in him. Your sincerity and honesty have been very, very refreshing. And so, because of this podcast, I resumed the simple pleasure of smoking a pipe after a 50-year hiatus. I've since become a regular customer of the Country Squire, where John David has assisted me in the purchase of several Dunhills. And Rez, by the way, thank you for uh, providing diapers and food for my family. Um, <laughs> a Peterson, a Rattrys, and about a dozen corn cobs, and a beautifully engraved a Corona Old Boy lighter. I have also uh, enjoyed the way my way through cellaring and smoking all the Country Squire's excellent house blends. John David has not only been an invaluable assistance to me uh, upon resuming my pipe smoking journey, but has also become a dear friend to my youngest son and I. Our visits to the Squire have become the highlight of our week. While at the Squire, I run into numerous old friends who I haven't seen in decades. I'll take it from here. He says the Country Squire even played a pivotal role in the restoration of friendships, uh, which had been bitterly broken 20 years earlier. I've also had the great pleasure of making several friends at the Squire. John David's friendly, helpful presence endues the country squire with the, a most welcoming atmosphere, reminiscent of the old Southern hospitality of years gone by. That atmosphere makes it uh, the best place in Mississippi for relaxing among like-minded friends with a pipe or a cigar. John David is a true Southern gentleman who has taken the wonderful legacy that the Reeves family started in, in 1970 and has done what none of us thought anyone could do. He improved upon it, and made it an international pipe-smoking icon. And as the process, John David has created his own wonderful legacy. The majority of pipe listeners never leave uh, reviews or comments, so you will never fully know the tremendous impact your podcast has had on thousands of people over the last 10 years. But I wanted you to know the impact it has had and a blessing that you both have been to me. And again, that's grace and peace from res man i want i wanted to read those last bits in particular because he's uh man he's just he's heaping on the the very appropriate praise to you that's awfully kind i you know again not good at taking this kind of stuff but you know (laughs) (laughs) maybe this episode was a bad idea when it's all said (laughs) thank you res it's really kind man yeah (laughs) man this next one comes in from ben s who says hey bo and john david both my fiance kayla and i are really sad to hear that the show is coming to an end However, we're glad that you're the ones making the decision and not anyone or anything else that, you know, that's actually, that's a great point, Ben. (laughs) That's why it's a lot of, you know, that's true. Yeah. That's a that's potentially a topic of conversation. That's a, that's a very good observation right there. Yeah. Uh, Hearing you two make the announcement made us look at each other and ask, is this the first time a podcast will bring us to tears? Seeing the announcement episode uh, come out right after I sent my quick fire questions email filled me with a sense of, oh crap, did I cause this? 
This was supposed to be hypothetical questions. Given the question. <laughs> says, it's been said that the goal of the show was to try to bring the feeling of a small pipe shop to the audience. And I feel you have undeniably succeeded in delivering that and much more. You educated, entertained, and endeared both me and clearly many others to the two of you and the shop itself. For that, I say thank you. Kayla and I look forward to making our pilgrimage to the shop for the 500th episode, which we expect to be about an 18.5 hours of driving oh my over 1,200 miles or a little under 2,000 kilometers. One way, one way, the car we've lovingly named the Pilgrim. They named their so car the Pilgrim. They named the car the Pilgrim. He said, look, we look forward to meeting and celebrating with uh, you and seeing you at the Country Squire in person. Again, oh, kind of regards man. that has been S. Ben, ben man, it's such kind words. I, you know, I, I, I'm greatly honored that you're planning on making an 18 and a half hour drive to our dumpy little town. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we're gonna have fun, brother. We really are, and I, I can't wait to meet you and and Kayla and uh, man, just uh, hug your neck and thank you for for supporting us. But um, that's that's awesome. Really kind word. I, you know, some of my and just mentioning that you listen to the show with your fiance Kayla. Um, some some of the things I'm probably most proud of that I, I forget about sometimes are, you know, people have sent in over the years like pictures of them listening to the show while like, you know, like on Christmas Eve with their kids and stuff, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like – like, hey, it's my birthday, and what do I want to do? I want to sit on my patio and smoke my pipe and listen to, you know, these two, you know, rednecks uh, talking about pipe smoking. Like, man, that is to 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 have those moments with y'all. Like, that is honoring. That is that that is just so honoring. And I'm um I'm really grateful for that. <laughs> I really yeah, I'll I never remember. forget the first time yeah. I, we got that photo in from someone, and they had a. A, a TV that it's set up, yes, you know, Spotify or something. Yes, yes, and you yes. know they were sitting there listening to you and me, and, and and their Christmas tree was there, and they got their stockings up, and you know Santa Claus's milk and cookies was out, and all this stuff. And it's like, man, we're a part of that moment for them. And yeah, um, thank you for thank you for letting us do that for for ten years. Yeah, thank you. Oh man, that's mm. that hits. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, man. Listen, this next one comes in from Eric Chase. What did Eric have to say? Yeah, Eric says, Hi, JD and Bo. I was unchar- I was uncharacteristically unsettled by this announcement. I can't really explain why, except that to say listening to CSR has been a major part of my pipe reawakening. I genuinely look forward to each Wednesday and often found myself binge listening on road trips, spending hours with the two of you and the unique chemistry you have together. One thing that I've really appreciated is that it's always been completely G-rated, and I've listened eh, pre- mostly G. Yeah, pre- for the most part. Mostly, G-rated. no, yeah. we we skirt we we skirt the line. We it's skirt G- the line well. It's G-rated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've listened yeah. to countless times with my wife and my grandchildren if you in the to car. What we actually, say, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you if you listen to anything that we actually say, then technically it's G-rated. I don't know what I don't know what that qualifies or what you're trying to get around there, but I'm with you. I think you're right. I just I just think we've we've always been very. I was actually thinking about this uh, recently. I was like I was like yeah no we we could fly on the radio yeah, yeah. I think we've always been you know <laughs> work safe. I wouldn't say like child friendly, but I'd say work safe. You but, know what I mean but, like you know. but for Eric we have been. He's had us with his grandkids, and so it's like I was talking about earlier. Exactly. Like man, it's such What's, a such a blessing. Shrek? We're Shrek. You know what? We're Shrek. That's who we are. We like, are like, Shrek. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, the kids don't know, but we know. Like, like you know, we, we have some fun. It's great. I think I look like <laughs> Shrek sometimes. Anyway, uh, never a coarse word or anything that gave me pause, except That's for right. the one time that John David declared Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> I probably got you in trouble that week, Eric. Uh, funny that a podcast about pipes and tobacco could also be family friendly. Uh, my wife, who isn't a smoker at all, probably knows more about pipe culture than many pipe smokers thanks to your weekly edutainment. <laughs> I was so moved that I decided to make the pilgrimage to the shop from Delaware, my second actually, and I'll be meeting my parents who live in Florida just so I can look you both in the eye and say thank you. You've been so you've been an oddly important part of my life for the past past few years, and I'm going to miss you. And that's from Eric. And Eric, I can't wait to see you either, brother. Man, this it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for that. And yeah, we, <laughs> you know, I, I I I one of the things that we have strived from the very beginning is to kind of, and I, I've had this philosophy for almost every single show. I think every single show. I've ever produced is to, even though we're not on the air, there's no standards and practices when it comes to podcasting, it's the wild west. So really what you're kind of, what you're putting out there is a sense of trust in terms of, you know, the content that you make Yeah, and there's no rating system or anything like it it is. Podcasting continues even 10 years in while there's been a lot of changes in the industry and a lot uh, about what even is a podcast has changed it is still very much the wild west and kind of this unregulated space when it comes to a lot of content. I mean, like, you know, kind of as was referenced earlier, we never got shut down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for, yeah. you know, we couldn't advertise on Facebook, but we could still have, you know, but the podcast could still go out there. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's very, it's very much something that, you know, I wanted to make sure that if I was putting it out there, I could be proud that anybody could pick it up at any time and listen to it. I don't have to be ashamed of it. Yeah. Um, no matter what age my kids are or otherwise. So, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I appreciate the folks that have had it on, had us on in the background at work and stuff like that. And then, you know, we've even picked up new listeners because like your coworker is passing by and listening to like, what are, what are these idiots talking about? You know, um, I, I love that. It's been, it's been wonderful to, um, to see how that's worked out. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we skirted the lines a couple of times, but not not I mean, it written down. It would hold up in court, I think. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's hard to make a, a cheesy transition to our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum, but it's the time of the show that we would do such a thing. So let's talk about our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right, man. <laughs> Worst transition ever. Cringiest ever. transition ever. <laughs> man of course they have been a, a very critical part of our success over the past decade uh here at country squire radio we're so thankful for our friends at missouri Mearsham. they have uh, supported us but but more importantly they've supported the pipe community and they um they yeah. they're friends of the pipe community that uh that show up and and play ball they are not ones to sit on the sideline they uh they're very devoted to pipe smokers and um and if you're in a pipe club somewhere that's benefited from them or or you've seen them at your favorite pipe show that you've been to, regardless of where that's been. Uh, they have they've been there, and they have been um, been there in spades and done it with with a lot of enthusiasm and, and grace. And uh, there's a lot of folks that owe uh, their pipe smoking journey to the friends our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. So in addition to to Shannon and Phil and it's Marilyn, all the crew up there, um, we just we say thank you and um, and thank you for everything you've done for us and. Thanks for making awesome pipes. And um, that's not much of an advertisement, but it is an endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will go ahead and say to those that do have a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, be sure to smoke it this week. Uh, take yourself a picture doing so. Put it on the Instagrams and whatnot. It is a great way to let our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, man, jumping back into it. I, Jeremy and Aaron Dukes, man. Okay, they uh, they wrote in. Of course, uh, Jeremy and Aaron, the uh, the forgers of the Country Squire Radio Ring. I know, and, man. Uh, yeah, I, I still absolutely one of my favorite accessories. Every single time I'm going out, I always I always put on the ring and uh, represent well. But man, um, they wrote us a very very long email, and I just, first I want to assure y'all that we have we've read it completely and really just value every single word yes. said. I've got kind of a an edited version here for us to share on air. Um, this one's coming in from Jeremy and Aaron. They say first, uh, let me offer a major congratulations on taking not just a pipe show, a pipe podcast show, not just a podcast show, but taking a freaking show to 500 episodes. That's an amazing <laughs> feat that moves past the initial creative strength and well into the endurance of willpower. I tip my Gorham brothers hat to you both. <laughs> Life brutally reminds us of its season seasonality. The excitement of birth, the awe of growth, and the appearance are the appreciation in its passing. Yet there is something with us, maybe just being human or maybe something spiritual, that constantly hopes that which we love will last. Hmm. Whether it be neon parachute pants, the reign of Elizabeth II, McClellan Frogmorton, and now Country Squire Radio, we are advised, even prompted, to not hold so firmly to the thing itself, but rather onto who we are because of it. I was about to purchase my tickets to the barbecue uh, final episode, but sadly, Aaron's grandfather passed and his memorial is scheduled in Ohio that same weekend. I will greatly miss not being with the Country Squire radio family, but I look forward to the stories that come from it. Aaron and I pray for you both, your wives, your children, and your businesses. We too are a young family who own businesses and understand in part of the struggles it brings. God is with you and so is our support. If you ever need, if you are ever in the Northeast DC, Baltimore, Philly, or the coast, you have a standing inv invitation to be treated to a fine dinner and show somewhere. So let's raise a glass of Buffalo trace, of course, to Bo and John David Cole, the best to ever do it. Uh, with all my thanks, Jeremy and Aaron Deuce, Jeremy and Aaron, thank y'all so much. Y'all are yeah. incredible. Y'all have uh, been a, you know, particular in a very unique and interesting way, part of our fabric, you know, and yeah. uh, something physically that, that we get to carry on with us literally, you know, and, and our listeners uh, that, that have one of these, uh, you know, precious creations of yours, Jeremy, um, you know, get to do as well. So, um, man, thank you. Thank you both. Thank you both. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, just want to say condolences, of course, for um, the loss of Aaron's grandfather. Uh, we, we went through something very similar here ourselves very recently. So our yeah. thoughts and, and prayers are with y'all and uh, you will be greatly missed, but very much on our hearts and minds. 
Man, um, Eric Karlowski uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan, longtime friend and listener of the show. Um, why don't you read what uh, Eric has for us? Yeah, this is great. Uh, friends, there are so many things I wish I could be communicated before the last Country Squire podcast. Overall, I feel both like I've gained two close friendships, and yet I know they've been made through the medium of podcast land. However, I'm also grateful for the face-to-face time I've had with each of you. I've made plans to visit at least twice now, Uh, the shop on a pilgrimage, but my health on both occasions has prevented me from doing so. I will not let health or time pass up being physically present for the March 4th recording and shindig at the Country Squire. So my wife and I are driving from Michigan and will spend an entire month. An entire month? In Jackson. (laughs) In Jackson. (laughs) For just this occasion. It's like they are... Okay, as an aside, they're they, up moving to Jackson. They are so bored, like that. that <laughs> they they are so like starved for things to do that they're going to come to our like two horse town, one horse town, no horse town, half a horse. Okay, yeah, <laughs> half yeah, a yeah, horse yeah. town. <laughs> <laughs> I, we really, I've, we've known this for a while that Eric is uh, is moving. He's actually moving in our neighborhood for a month. It's going to be great. Um, That's awesome. But anyway, uh, really tickled about that, and and it's just you know, who starts a podcast, makes a dear friend on the other side of the country, and then that dear friend comes and moves to their neighborhood for a month. Who does that? Like, who gets to live Man. that? I do. <laughs> well, I will. I will tell you this. Uh, you know, Eric, if I lived in Grand Rapids, I would. I would get out of there and go to Jackson for a month too, man. I, I really. I'm just, I'm just I love. Look, I love. I love the good folks in Grand Rapids. You know, they have always treated me so well. And Eric, in particular, you know, I've mentioned this before. Yeah. The last time I was in town, uh, I I really wanted to keep it low key, and so it was. It was really just you know me and my wife and Eric and his wife, and um, you know, I did I did touch base with Beardcore at at his job. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, but. Uh, we spent just a really just lovely evening together, and man, really excited to see Eric. Really excited to have him uh, coming into town. I know. Let, let me let me finish his. Uh, Please his, do. Yes, uh, this is important. Yeah, feedback here. He says, "I've mentioned this both to." Uh, I've mentioned this to both of you, but the Father to Father series has often left me in tears because my wife and I have experienced two stillbirth stillbirths and a miscarriage in 2018, 19, and 20. I wish you could have addressed this weighty topic on the show since many of your listeners have also experienced this crushing grief. My time with the pipe has been a gentle reprieve from such heartache. Knowing other fathers have children and care for them gives me a sense that hope still exists and fellow brothers in Christ are introspective enough to not shy away from the thicker issues of life. You two are often a balm for my troubled soul, and for that I'm eternally grateful. Man, those are very, very kind words. Let's, Lastly, let's pause. Let's let's pause right here. Real yeah, quick, yeah. Let's pause for just a minute, man, because he brings up something that, um, yeah, Eric has shared this with both of us, and he's not alone. There have been a lot of folks who have written in that have experienced something similar to what Eric is mentioning here, or, or somebody who's lost their children, you know, um, at various stages of life, be they just young children, teenagers, or even older. And the, you know, the, 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 the emotional weight that comes with it. And pres- so I've mentioned before that father to father is probably one of our more controversial series. And this is exactly the reason why the fact of the matter is we, we didn't have enough episodes in the series to really flesh it out further than what it was. But our goal was really mostly about sharing what our personal experience was. But what we found in doing so is a desire from a lot of different 
men and fathers and people who desire to be fathers who have never had that opportunity yeah. or, or fathers who have lost their children either through miscarriage or beyond. Yeah. And a, a desire for kind of some conversation around those weighted topics. And it, it's interesting. We've on, I think two separate occasions, we kind of attempted to structure a show in that regard. And both times I think we failed so hard that that's why they never really mm saw the light of day. Hmm. Um, one in preparation and one in, in recording. I mean, like, I, I think it's a, I, I will just say this. Thank you so much, Eric, for sharing that. And thank you to those of you. I kind of wanted to use this also as an opportunity. I'm sure Eric wouldn't mind to just thank all of the men who have written in to the show over the past year, sharing some of your extremely heartbreaking and tragic experiences, um, with us. And we, you know, we just, we, we, we just want you to know, we hear you. Um, and we appreciate you for listening. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that we didn't have the opportunity to speak to those, those experiences or that we weren't able to, with that series, perhaps meet more folks where they were at. Um, yeah, it's certainly, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's heavy and we, we love you and, and we appreciate you all. It's interesting being in this, you know, podcasting space. It's like you, it's just you and me talking, right, Bo? It's just you and right, me. Right. It's just you and me. And so yeah, just like us. things that are obvious, like in in our minds seem like normal, mundane to to other people have been these really pivotal life changing experiences or are incredibly um you know, it it brings them to a place in time in their mind where um, you know, something painful happened or um and, and and so it, we've learned a lot from that, you know, doing yeah. this, and um, and it really shows you just how um, diverse people's experiences are, and um, and also how ignorant we are. How ignorant? You know maybe I mean? that's probably even more so. Like, you know, we're just sitting here, like, oh, we're two dads, and like, well, let's talk about being dads, and like. People, you know, there will be people that don't like that, but there will be people that listen to that. And then it's like, oh, but then there's these other people that like, you know, wish they had that, you know. Well, and there also there's that contemplative nature of you go to the pipe to kind of not necessarily escape your trauma or anything of that nature, but it's kind of like a soothing, like a balm on some of life's like, you know, things. And so you come to a pipe podcast and you kind of go, go, you come for like this relaxing space, even if there's kind of some weighty topics and, and some yeah. more thought provoking things. Yeah. But then we go, you know, then unintentionally we, we kind of, you know, shine light on something that is, you know, I, I feel like the word triggering gets thrown around too much, but for, yeah. like, but I think there is like a, a literal triggering nature to, to that, that we just did not expect. And yeah. so, yeah. um, that's, that's a, that's our ignorance in in this space. And, um, yeah, anyway, we're thankful just, uh, for a lot of grace and, you absolutely. know, and, and also thankful that, you know, in some way, maybe we've, uh, we've, we've been a blessing, uh, in those, in those episodes and seasons as well. So, yeah. uh, regardless, uh, we love Eric. <laughs> absolutely. What was the last thing he said? Oh yeah, this is great. He says, lastly, I may have dared Eugene Falco from the Gray Woody podcast. And if y'all haven't heard the Gray Woody podcast, please go over there and listen to them. Um, I may have dared him that if he also attends the show, he would punch Steve, the Christmas Raptor, if Steve makes an appearance. <laughs> no, you can't punch Steve. And it, well, you know, if if you you can. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it could happen. You know, I mean, it it could happen. 
I suppose I mean like like that's that's guaranteed hamster cage every single IPSD. So I mean, hey, you that's on you. You do that, you that's on you. You get your socks um, filled with uh with hamster cage tobacco every single, you know, February twentieth. I, I I think I don't know. <laughs> it might be worth punching Steve. <laughs> might be worth the risk. Oh wow. All right. Well, I wouldn't tug on Superman's cape, but that's just me. Eric, yep. thank you so much for that, brother. We uh we we like I said, we just really greatly oh, appreciate it. Oh, very you. much so. We love you to pieces, man. Man, we got one last one. This comes in from Tor Carter. He says, Dang, just listen to this week's podcast at the direction of a pipe pal. Thanks, Paul. He says, I guess after five hundred, I'll just have to start all over again. That will get me another decade of laughs. Cheers. And that's again Tor Carter. Tor, yes, sir. That's exactly right. We we uh, encourage all of you. You know, the great thing is, uh, at least for the last 400 episodes, we'll be up there for y'all to enjoy uh, in perpetuity. And uh, that's we, right. We, you know, hope you continue to do so. Tell yeah. your friends. Yeah. You know, as was referenced in a previous uh, email, you know, a lot of this stuff hadn't changed in 40 years. We don't we don't anticipate too much of that happening over the next 40 years in terms of the best practices anyway. So that's right. Uh, hopefully it'll continue to be a resource for generations to come. We hope so, man. I, I, I am excited about that. You know, it's it'll be neat, like, you know, when my kids are, like, in high school or something, and they're like, well, what, did, what did your dad do? What does your dad do? And it's like, well, my dad sells pipe tobacco for a living. And you know what? You can even listen to his dumb self right now and his redneck voice talking about, like, Latakia and stuff on there. Like, you know, that'll be, that'll be fun. I, I look forward to that. <laughs> It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good, man. Our voices are, are definitely on air. And uh, speaking of which, this, <laughs> this, this one ran a little bit longer than I think we anticipated, but I, as we started getting going, I'm like, I really want to get at least all the emails that we've got on this list. Cause yeah. I know we've still got some more coming in. There's a few. We're, yeah. We're going to, we're going to sprinkle a few more into the, the finale and everything, but we really wanted to get some of these in while, while we were still out here and man, what better day than international pipe? I mean, I guess technically the week of international pipes Smoking day, if you want to be technical, but right. what better week than the <laughs> one in which we celebrate, uh, you know, that most treasured of, of seasons and, and days here in our, in our pipe community. That's right. That's right, man. I'm glad I got to share it with you, brother. It's good to have uh, one last, uh, CSR IPSD under our belt. That's right, man. And we want to encourage everybody to head over to the Country Squire online to get your tickets for episode 500 so you can enjoy the final episode with us in Jackson, Mississippi on March 4th. I think that is going to do it for us for today. John David, man, let's go have a day. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.